0: National Association of Elementary School Principals is proud to present the Women in Leadership podcast with Jessica Gomez and Andrea
1: Thompson. Welcome to the NAESP Center for Women in Leadership podcast. I'm Dr. Andrea Thompson, one of the co-fellows of the center. And I'm Jessica Gomez, the other co-fellow of the center. Okay, thank you everyone for joining us today. You know, one of the biggest challenges many female education leaders face is that they allow negative thoughts that so often arise to take control of their lives. But researchers indicate that this happens because we might have a harsh inner critic that crushes our confidence, Or maybe we get caught up in the circle of constant worry, stress, or anxiety. So it's either that we have this inner voice that's a harsh critic, or we're just caught up in the circle of constant worry, stress, or anxiety. So think about whether or not you can identify with one or the other. So today we're excited to have Tiffany Emanuel Wright. Um, She's going to talk to us. Um, share with us um, what she does. She's a principal, but she's going to share thoughts to us about her school. And she's also going to talk to us about taking control of those thoughts, removing those negative thoughts. And she'll be providing us with strategies as to how to move forward despite those crippling thoughts. So, Tiffany, Welcome to the podcast. Can we please share with our audience a little bit more about who you are? Yes. And thank you once again for the invite. I'm so excited to
2: be a part of this esteemed group. Um, yes, so my name is Tiffany Emmanuel Wright. I am, as was said, a principal here in Jacksonville, Florida. I am in my eighth year of being a principal. I was actually an assistant principal as well, um, as well as being a reading coach and of course a classroom teacher. Um, so through that journey, you know, of course we have many, many experiences Um, But before I touch on that, I want to state that I am originally from Georgia, even though I live here now in Florida. Uh, born and raised in Georgia, educated um, in my bachelor's program in D.C. at Howard University. After completing my degree there, I moved to the Northeast to uh, New York and lived there for about five years. And then, of course, moved with my family back to this area or down south and had been here over oh, 20 years. And I've actually seen my oldest child move back up towards the Northeast, but still had two school age children who were in uh, high school. But as far as my career, my school is um, a K-5 school. We actually also support pre-K disability programs, um, as well as self-contained exceptional student education programs. And so through um, that journey, of course, um, being appointed as a principal, that in itself can be um, rewarding, but also yet quite stressful when you think about uh, taking on the responsibility of such young minds and of, of Student, faculty, and and staff, and and the community as a whole. And so, naturally, we tend to at first start to question oneself. You know, we look at ourselves and we think, oh my, am I built for this? Am I ready? Am I prepared? Have I experienced enough in terms of my uh, instructional uh, expertise? Have I uh, been able to inspire enough people to be able to take on that leadership role? And these are things that I think doubt and, and negativity sometimes it's natural. And what we have to do is uh, appreciate it, uh, recognize it, and then address it. And so um, thinking about, uh, you know, that overall, I think the important thing is to to, uh, to hone in on our experiences. And then when we feel uncertain about those experiences, that's where those networks and the colleagues um, assist us as as we navigate some of the terrain.
0: Thank you, Tiffany. Wow. What a, what a great story that you have to share with uh, you know, moving around. I think is, is definitely a way to that can definitely challenge your thoughts, right? And, and settling and having to resettle. And so today we're really talking about removing those negative thoughts from our mindset. And negative or, you know, unhelpful thinking patterns can really have some strong and sometimes devastating impacts on us as individuals, especially as women. Because, you know, it could really possibly cloud our mood, strain our relationships. And so with that said, on your leadership journey as a woman in leadership, have you experienced or seen other, others experience these unhelpful thinkings?
2: And how have these impacted confidence in working relationships? Yes, yeah, so that's a wonderful question. And I absolutely have seen that. I think personally I've experienced that where you know the negative thoughts start to trickle into the mindset as you experience new things. As you all know, in leadership, each day is quite different. Um, and some ways that we can, um, as leaders, and especially as women, ways, ways that we can address those those thoughts is to, as I said earlier, to, to realize that it's uh, a part of life. We sometimes have those, those we second guess ourselves. But in that we have to constantly affirm ourselves, um, address what's sort of ailing us, but also at the same time, um, write them down, recognize them, and then dispel them. And we dispel them through our experiences, through the affirmations of, I can do this, I have support, I have a network of folks, I have a network of other leaders in my journey. Um, prayer for me is powerful and pivotal. Excuse me, pivotal, and I can't start a day with, without it. <laughs> you know, every day must start with prayer. Um, even in, as simple as driving into work each day, having you know, praise kind of going in through my head and through my mindset, so that I am in a position um, of strength. Um, And so it it begins with that and it ends with that. Um, So we have to be prepared to face uh, the challenges of each in each given day. And some other ways are through uh, journaling and and thinking about uh, what's going on, you know, with our challenges throughout the day, as well as thinking of uh, future plans, setting goals and, and having actions and steps to be able to 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 navigate those goals and to accomplish them. And we got to self-promote. You know that's something that we as women don't uh, necessarily feel comfortable doing, but we are all talented, and we all have different skill sets, and we have to find them and promote them, and 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 really amplify what makes us unique and what we bring to the table. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you, Tiffany. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm.
1: you. So, Tiffany, when we about your confidence and working relationship, um, so you talked a lot about. Uh, you talked a lot about um, having experiences it and using prayer, which I can relate to, about needing that daily to start your day. And um, hopefully you'll go more into how that impacts our confidence.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, dealing with negative thoughts, especially during very stressful times, times of uncertainty, that can certainly overrun us. You know, as I think about leading during COVID. Now, share with us some strategies you would give to our audience about how to take control of these negative thoughts. And that would be in addition to those you already shared. But we want to look at how this would impact um, confidence, negative thoughts, and lack of confidence. How does that impact us and what is it that we should do? And so absolutely, these
2: past couple of years, when you um, reference COVID, the pandemic, certainly that's an area where um, confidence has been attacked. (laughs) And so with that, uh, we know that it is a challenge because we haven't experienced it. And with challenges, uh, we've got to start to strategize. And so when you think about strategy, you think about action plans and action steps. And So what are some things that we can do to be proactive in terms of what COVID has done to our campuses, how it impacts our families and thinking uh, about a plan that best fits our school community. Um, And so like most schools, what we had to do was develop a reopening plan. We had to develop uh, new systems for day-to-day interactions within our schools to to keep students safe, to, to even give families that sense of confidence that it was okay to send students to school. So with that, you know, you can substitute COVID with, you know, many things. And some ways that we do that, as I referenced prayer is through prayer, it's, you know, you're, you're, you're laying out and you're, as I said, you're validating your negative thoughts and your concerns and you are giving it to God, so to speak. And you're, you're just saying, Hey, these are the things that I'm dealing with. Give me the strength, give me the, um, the confidence or the mindset to accept them. and then to work towards solutions and ways in which I can be positive with regards to them. And so some ways to dispel that is to, to really not take on the positive energy, I mean, the negative energy. Um, We have to be careful about the things that we consume um, about the uh, things that we read. Uh, Social media is another thing that we have to moderate in terms of how we use it. And we certainly want to use it to uplift to be a part of groups that um, empower us and help us to grow as leaders and as women. And other ways would be just through reading, not just spiritual reading, but just reading for, for knowledge um, to better oneself. And that is also a way that we can, uh, even in the midst of COVID or in challenges, we read and we find new tools. I think we all have walked away from this whole pandemic with a few new tools in our toolbox. You know, We probably would not have used technology as much, We have found more efficient ways to reach our families, efficient ways to to provide equity within within our schools through different uses of technology and technology tools. And so I use that example to say that, yeah, we may be faced with adversity sometimes, but in there, we've got to find that nugget, you know, that, that one thing that's going to be positive, that's going to give us opportunity. And so that's a great way to face not just COVID, but just all of the it's many challenges that we may see on the day-to-day doing the work that we do because the work is so impactful. Um, so yeah, so reading and growing and learning and networking, um, the book study <laughs> that I'm involved with, with the, the Center for Women and Leadership is also powerful. Just having folks who understand, uh, you know, your walk. And folks who can say, hey, you know what? I may not be going through what you're going through, but hey, this is what I did when I was faced with something similar. And then it at least gives us that sense of we are not alone. And we have to remember that uh, we are all working towards similar goals and we all kind of have those similar fears that are okay. And that it's, uh, it's, it's good to, to release them and get support with them, so. Thank you
0: for sharing those, those great tips and, and kind of along the same lines, you know, we, we know that people are often at a loss with how to stop negative thoughts from occurring. And I think we're all, it happens probably to just about every person, right? Where that negative thought just kind of creeps in. Um, And that, that's part of the problem is, is that we're at a loss of how do we stop that? And they often try people will often try different ways, maybe ineffective ways to get rid of uh, their negative thoughts. Sometimes we're talking about, you know, substance abuse, um, you know, other, other major ways that people try to shut that off. If we, if, and if we, if it was that easy to just replace negative thoughts with positive ones, we would all be okay, but that's not the case. So in addition to some of the things that you've shared, what might be some ways we can remove those negative thoughts altogether or Maybe not all but really not make it the focus of our mindset.
2: Yeah, well, certainly it's easy to say, oh, be positive, consume positive things. And it's certainly, I agree, easier said than done. However, I believe that consuming negative things uh, can exacerbate the situation. So we certainly want to, to control that and manage what we, what we take in, almost like the food that we eat, we want to manage what we take in in our mind. Um, Some other ways would be to um, improve ourselves. You know, I think for me personally, it's uh, taking on a new goal, you know, setting new goals, having a new challenge. You know, when you have a challenge, you're so focused in and zeroed in and honed in on that particular goal that maybe you don't have time for the negative thoughts because you're consumed by the work and the work is positive work. So for me, I've always wanted to um, pursue my doctorate and it was always, oh, okay, I'm gonna wait until my children or all the kids are out of the house and I'm gonna go do that. But no, why wait? Why wait? You know, because as we know, knock on wood, tomorrow's not always promised and we want to do what we want to do. We want to do it now. And so I had to go ahead and just take that plunge, apply, and I'm going through that process now and saying, yeah, I can do this. You know, I'm going to find space for that. But I think those types of things, setting new goals, new challenges, new hobbies, new professional goals are ways in which we can dispel some of that negativity Empower ourselves. Gives you know, provide that that renewed energy, um, that new zest for life, um, so that we can hopefully start to limit some of the negative energy. But it takes practice. It takes time. um, And you know, I hate you know, just to to really stay focused on prayer and the Bible. But really, it has worked for me because I know how I used to be. You know, when I was in my twenties or in my thirties, even, and every little thing was a trigger. To, to make me doubt myself. And so I think the more focused on my faith I became, the more um, able I have been able to, uh, to uh, you know, approach things that are difficult. Not that it's perfect. Obviously we have to cry, we have to, to battle with oneself, but you know, we we wake up, as they say, joy comes in the morning, you cry it out, you, you doubt it out, you even think you're gonna just quit, but you then go to sleep, you wake up and you try it again. And so and of course, that's not easy for everybody. And it takes um, a a strong network, if it's family, if it's friends who can support you through that. And it also takes, uh, as I said earlier, stepping out of that isolation and and having that safe space. We hear that all the time, but you really do need a space where you can say, I'm feeling these things and it's okay." Because we all feel those thoughts. And so if we don't do that, then we we're, we're, we fall victim to self-doubt, to imposter syndrome, to the false narratives, to the being easily sabotaged. Um, you know, and that's detrimental to our development as women, uh, our development in our careers. Yeah, it limits our ability to try new things or to step out of a space that maybe is not healthy. You know, maybe that district you're in is not healthy. Maybe that school you're in is not healthy. And maybe right. it's giving you that confidence to step outside of it because that might be the root of some of that negative thought. So. Yeah, and the, that you hit it right there, like trying
0: to find out what that root, the root, <laughs> is, uh, right, that's that's causing you to do that. So yes,
1: thank you. Yeah. All right. So my final question for you is, is it possible for us to be proactive and prevent those negative thoughts? Is it possible? I think definitely through work. You know, it's,
2: it's a process. Um, and with, with all of the things that I mentioned earlier, I believe that leads to being proactive and preventing. Yes, it's not a win-all, end-all, be-all. And it takes, um, you know, support and it takes that network. But it's a great start, I think. Um, and again, we are in control of what we consume. I know a lot of those thoughts are inherent, but what we read, what we consume, what we spend our time doing determines our mindset, you know, that that, that subconscious mind um, is developed through our consumption. And so yeah, it doesn't fix the problem, but it certainly allows us not to exacerbate the problem. So if I'm taking on and I'm reading The Confidence Code or I'm reading a book that's nourishing my mind and my spirit, then rather than reading negative comments online or reading or or gossiping with a group over here about all the bad things happening in our world, um, you know, you've got to limit those things so that we can be proactive and preventative. Through some of those steps that I mentioned, as far as the prayer and affirmations and the growth and the reading and learning and and, and sharing and and, and validating your own feelings, but yet affirming those feelings and then growing from those feelings. So, but it takes work. (laughs) It's not easy. Um, And it's a daily thing. I think that I have to um, personally do those things every single day. Start with prayer every single day. Wake up and say, okay, you can do this. You can get through the day. Give me strength. Because some days it's it's very difficult. And this year especially has been extremely difficult. And, and certainly the thoughts of, am I built for this? Have certainly crossed my mind. And I'm sure a lot of others in um, educational leadership have all had those thoughts. Um, but it takes every single day, starting with, with those right. affirmations and prayer saying, I can do this. I'm almost there. We're almost at the end. It's a fresh start. Fresh We're start. getting better. It's a fresh start. Yes, yes.
0: Well, Tiffany, you shared some really, really great reflections about dealing with negative thoughts. And in essence, what I'm hearing is that Changing how we behave will help us to change how we feel, right? All those actions, all those things that we do to either prevent um, prevent it from happening will begin to change how we feel. And, um, you know, we think about it, changing our thoughts can physically alter our brain over time and possibly get to the point where we can prevent these negative thoughts from even entering our minds with a lot of the uh, suggestions that you gave, And I, you know, the goal really should be to get to the point where we maintain positive actions and thoughts so that we can not only see our confidence increase, but also our achievements and our opportunities. Because when we're in a mindset that we can allow for ourselves to feel strong, to feel confident, to be able to appreciate that our achievements and own our achievements and, and be open to new opportunities. That really is, is what's going to make all the difference for us, especially as female leaders. And so we just want to thank you, Tiffany, for taking the time to join us today. And we hope that our listeners were able to grab a few nuggets to, to apply to their own lives and um, just continuing the work together and um, just not forgetting that we are enough and that anything is, possible. It's take it one day at a
2: time. So thank you, Tiffany. Amen. Thank you very much. Again, I appreciate the opportunity and thank you.
0: Thank you for listening. You can find out more about NAESP and the Center for Women in Leadership at NAESP.org.